Hey, welcome to another podcast as well as video by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot Cox, and today we're going to talk about money markets, CDs, and high-yield savings accounts. Had a request from one of my regular listeners. Thank you, Dina. She wanted to know how and why I'm earning so much on my high-yield savings accounts, or more specifically, what is API? Annual percentage yield, okay? This annual percentage yield fluctuates, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I want to say thanks to all the regular listeners over the last 30 or so podcasts and now with the videos. And for those of you who have reached out via the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com, we do incorporate your requests into what we put out there. So for those of you listeners, maybe you've heard a few of my podcasts, now watching the videos, you have questions or would like to hear something, it doesn't cost you anything, go to the website, go to the page where you can fill out a form to say what you would like to learn about, and I guarantee it will give you a shout out as well as discuss what you're interested in learning, because this is about you guys learning along the way or on your journey to becoming better investors and savers. So there's that. Hey, these videos now, of course, are on YouTube. The podcasts will be on Alexa-enabled devices, Amazon, and Google. So thanks to all your regular listeners, new listeners and watchers. Welcome, and thank you for checking us out throughout your busy schedule. We truly appreciate it. Now, back to the topic. Money markets, CDs, high-yield savings accounts, those rates, that interest, that annual percentage yield comes from notes, bonds, and of course, T-bills issued by the federal government. So all of those wonderful rates at four plus percent on your high yield savings account, maybe you got a CD at you know five plus percent and you're going out 10 to 12 months on that CD, or even in your savings account, there's a little bit of a bump up in the money you are earning. And the reason that's happening is because the yields or the interest paid out by the federal government on these instruments is much higher. Let me give you an example. The T-bill, which is an instrument issued again by the federal government, which has the shortest maturity out of all of them, excuse me, because we got bills, notes, and bonds, they mature in 13, 26, and 56-week increments. Okay, and right now the interest being paid on those is north of 5%. All right, a note which has a duration from one year all the way up to 10 years is paying a little bit less. It's paying five to maybe the mid four, a little bit lower than that on the 10 year right now. But let's just say from about five to a little under four and a half percent. All right, bonds which mature from 10 plus years, let's say 15 on out to 30, are paying out the lowest yields right now. So all of your savings accounts, money markets, markets, et cetera, excuse me, those yields, that interest or the income earned is coming from what we call the shorter end of the yield curve, meaning those instruments that mature sooner than later. Again, the bill, 13, 26, and 56 weeks till maturity. A note, one year all the way up to 10 years. So there's one year, two year, five year, and a 10 year. Okay, those are 
the instruments that are yielding this wonderful rate. And it's, it's great because while we're sitting and waiting for an investment opportunity or while we're trying to save for a financial goal, maybe you've got a large purchase looming, whatever it may be, it's nice to see that you can stick your money in a savings account at this time and earn four and a half percent, for example. And by the way, the best way to find these accounts, as far as I'm concerned, is like bankrate.com. Also check um, if you have a 401k, for example, check the institution that issues the 401k plan because they are now offering high yield savings accounts, CDs, and money markets, which are always attached to your retirement accounts. But you can open accounts on your own and put your taxable dollars in. So it doesn't have to necessarily be an account that you can't touch until you're 59 and a half, which is a retirement account. You can open what's called a brokerage account and still benefit from these higher yields. And, you know, these yields have been pretty high for the last year and a half to two years. And that's as a result of what we called a yield curve inversion. I know that's a $10 word and I'm going to break it down for you. What's happened over the last 24 months is that the bill, the note, and the bond have kind of flipped, meaning the higher yields under most normal circumstances tend to be further out. So the 10-year earns a little bit less than the 15-year, which earns a little bit less than the 30-year, right? So the 30-year would traditionally have the highest yield, but right now that's flipped so that the T-bills, 13, 26, and 56-week debt instruments issued by the federal government are actually earning a lot more. And banks like to use those to fund their CDs, money markets, and high-yield savings accounts. All right. So go after it. It's a wonderful thing. If you're using a bank, a traditional bank, and not an investment bank, your account will be insured with FDIC insurance. And I bring that up because there's been some news about other mid-sized banks maybe having some problems, okay? But your accounts are insured. Now, if you're going to use uh, one of these accounts attached to a brokerage account or an investment bank account, those are insured by SIPC. And that stands for Standard Investors Protection Corporation. And they insure up to a half a million in securities and 250 in cash. So if you'd like to take your life savings and park it in one of these accounts, whether it's at the bank or through an investment bank, you can feel confident in knowing that your account is insured despite what we're hearing about some of these mid-sized banks having issues, especially on the hills of heels, excuse me, of what we saw with Silicon Valley Bank this past year. All right. So your money is insured in these accounts. Now, money market accounts attached to brokerage accounts. I'm going to I'm going to split hairs here. They are technically investment accounts. And this is where that APY that Dina wanted to know about comes into play, because if your account is yielding four and a half percent today, for example, and there is a change in the bond market, specifically in government bonds, notes and bills, that rate is going to change. So the rate fluctuates based on what's going on in the bond market. That's why they call it annual percentage yield because it does vary. So one day you might have four six, and the next day you might have 4.65, for example. And right now we're in an era when 
that yield is climbing. As a matter of fact, in the last couple of days, it's gone up a little bit. You might not see that in your account yet, but banks will adjust accordingly probably within the next 30 days or so. All right. Will this last forever? Absolutely not. Nothing does. Okay. So as the Federal Reserve, I'm going to jump to something else real quick. As the Federal Reserve, that agency that sets interest rates, as they change interest rates or as they stop changing interest rates, a lot of times this has an impact on the income we earn in these accounts. And right now we're at the tail end of the Fed stopping their rate hikes. And when that happens, we can expect those yields to come down, meaning the money that you earn might slowly be reduced as a result of the Federal Reserve stopping their rate hikes. And that's going to happen because the yield curve, and I know these are a lot of big words here, the yield curve is how we describe the different amounts of income earned in the bond market and, of course, in our bank and investment accounts. All right. So under normal circumstances, the yield on the T-bill, again, 13, 26, 56 weeks to maturity, is much lower than a one, two, five, and 10-year note. And the notes earn less than bonds. So the further out you go to maturity, the more money you can make. All right. But since banks like those shorter term instruments to back their cash accounts, all right, we're earning a lot more right now. So in the next year or two, you're going to see that change where, hey, today you're getting 4.65 out of your brick and mortar bank. All is good. A year or two from now, that could be two to three percent as the yield curve normalizes. Again, the yield curve is how we describe the different amounts of money earned by the different debt instruments issued by the federal government so that the shorter term instruments earn less money, the moderate, like the notes, earn a little bit more, the bonds that go out to 30 years earn even more. But right now it is flipped. So the T-bills and the notes at one, two, and five year are earning more than a 10-year, 15, and a 30-year. And that's where we get those rates. And APY, or annual percentage yield, is just a way to describe the money you as a consumer and investor can earn through your bank or through your investment account. And I got to stress this, SIPC insurance and FDIC insured accounts. That's what I'm referring to. We all know what FDIC is, especially after the news again with Silicon Valley Bank and a few others. There's some issue with mid-sized banks, but you can rest assured and know that your money is safe and insured in these accounts while you are earning four plus percent. And by the way, CDs, the same thing, right? You can go get a 12-month CD right now and earn a little over 5%. I've seen as high as 5.3 today. And guess what? That money is FDIC insured because it is a bank product. All right. So that's kind of what's going on with cash. And like I said, I wanted to bring that up today because the market has taken a breather. Some of my more sophisticated investors out there, I know you've taken some profits here in the last few weeks. We've seen the Palantirs and NVIDIA slow down a little bit. Uh, Palo Alto Networks, I believe, is announcing their numbers after the close. They are announcing their numbers today. So you more aggressive investors, you're sitting on cash and you're wondering how much you earn. I bet it's going to be north of 4%. For those of you who are more conservative and just have your money in the bank or like CDs, you know, again, you're experiencing that 4 plus percent. So in this scenario then, or in this environment rather, 
everybody wins with higher yields or more income earned on their cash position, aka their savings, right? Some of you waiting for investments, others don't want those and just want to go ahead and hide out in, in cash accounts. That's great because you're earning a lot of money. Just know that in the next 12 to 24 months, those yields might come down as the Federal Reserve stops hiking rates. So guys, that's about it on APY. It's pretty straightforward. Enjoy it. Uh, look at bankrate.com. All right. Check your institution. Also your brokerage company, meaning, you know, the Fidelities, the Vanguards, the Schwab's, wherever your money is for retirement, they too offer these types of accounts, right? You don't have to necessarily invest. Just go ahead and park your cash. Now I'm going to switch gears a little bit here because something important is going to be happening on the 23rd of this month, next week. All right. NVIDIA, which has like been the golden child of artificial intelligence the last year or two. All right. They're announcing their numbers. Their expectation is, or I should say the expectation is that they are going to outperform, meaning their earnings per share, as well as the amount of money they're bringing in, which we call the revenue number, is going to beat the analysts' expectation. And all that means for you beginners is that there are a bunch of analysts out there and they like to give their opinion on how well a stock is going to do based on their earnings, where they expect it to go going forward. Well, if we look back to the last quarter, NVIDIA for sure is going to blow them out of the water. Now, this does not mean that the stock is going to go up. It just means that the expectation is they are going to do very well. So for you investors, please keep an eye on that one, because I'll tell you right now, whatever happens to NVIDIA, so goes the rest of the tech sector for the time being. Some are saying that we're in an AI bubble. Maybe we are. I and mean, we've seen some nice runs in these stocks, 50, 60, 70 plus percent in some cases. That's great. It's reasonable to take profits, which is what we're seeing now in the market. That's why there's kind of a malaise. And basically, that's why I'm not talking about stock market, stock market stuff today is because we are in that kind of malaise or dead calm, if you will. Right. So we want a place to park our cash. But be mindful of NVIDIA's numbers if you are a tech investor, because that will determine what's going to happen. Palo Alto Networks is announcing today, wonderful company, like them for a long time now, but they're not going to set the tone. And by the way, Palo Alto Networks for you beginning investors is cybersecurity and NVIDIA is chips. All right. So please watch out. That'll let us know when we want to jump in. And one last thing about the markets. I've discussed this in previous podcasts, as well as in my market update, which is about three weeks ago. I'm getting ready to write another one, that we are in the midst of a sector rotation. And what that means is money's flowing out of tech into other sectors of the market. And where we see that most prominently is in energy, right? ExxonMobil, Chevron, uh, Schlumberger, Halliburton, Philips, Valero, Conoco, well, excuse me, Conoco Phillips, but all of these companies uh, tend to be in favor with investors because they have been down for so long. The Saudis cut oil production about a month ago, actually about two or three weeks ago now, uh, by a million barrels a day. They're going to continue that, which has driven oil prices higher. So a couple months ago, oil was trading at about $65 a share. Now we're at $85 a share. And I'll tell you, every time there is a production cut, it stands to reason that oil stocks increase in price. So some of you, for example, if you've been watching ExxonMobil, you know, it's gone from about $102, $103 a share to about $111, $112 where it is today. 
that doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. As a matter of fact, Wells Fargo just upgraded Chevron to just above $200 a share here in the last 48 hours. So the energy trade is here. It's gone from tech to energy for the time being. We call that sector rotation. So just please be mindful, um, give you guys a heads up. For those of you who are buy and hold strategists, you probably have these kind of companies in your funds anyway. For those of you who are more aggressive, take a look at maybe some of these individual plays because I think there's going to be something there for you. All right. And that'll continue at least for now, probably through the end of the year. But don't give up on tech. Watch that NVIDIA. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Again, my name is Elliot Cox. You can find our information on the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. Check us out on YouTube, Alexa-enabled devices, or however you found us, Amazon, and there's a few others that we host the podcast only on. YouTube is more for the video side. Thanks for listening. I hope to address all of your concerns while you learn about investing. And like I said, please give us a shout out. Oh, I got to tell you this. Hey, we've got classes ready and we have got some students who want to learn in more of a classroom setting. If you're interested in becoming a student, I'm going to be starting with the basics. You know, what's a stock? What's a mutual fund? What's an IRA? What's a 401k? We're going to take those first baby steps together. So if you're interested in joining a class, please reach out via the website. Love to have you join the class. And for those of you who are a little more sophisticated or need more specific information, please reach out to us for individual consults because we do that as well. We take a look at your investments, where you are, your understanding of those investments, and kind of put you on a path to where you need to be. Once again, thank you for listening. And my name is Elliot Cox. And until next time, see you later.